Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Monday. Um, the week has gotten off to a very interesting start for me. And, um, oh, wow. That's a naughty, that's a naughty, all right? Oh, wow, that looks nice. So I, uh, sorry, I just passed a really nice Audi on the way uh, home. But uh, anyway, I, uh, yeah, this week started off really, really good. Um, yesterday was Mother's Day, and I was sitting at home, and FedEx gave me a bunch of texts saying that they're delivering about 24 packages to my house of the same item. So I went downstairs and I opened the garage door and they backed up to my garage door. And if any of you follow me on Instagram, you kind of saw that. And then I unloaded all of the items and put them in my garage. And the reason I don't say what they are is because a lot of people in the group that I'm in, they rely on these items to kind of keep their own self like uh self-sustaining businesses going where they're actually self-employed so i don't really want to ruin that for them but um i was able to get a good amount of the product and i had sold it before so i just reused one of my old listings that's a tip if you uh do some retail arbitrage and you want to go out and find more of the item you've already sold and you've sold out of the item previously you can go back and hit sell similar under any of the under like the uh, previous orders that you've made on ebay and then it will create a listing with all of the pictures all of the title um all of the description and everything that you have in it everything basically the exact same as it was before so uh, the other thing you need to watch out for with that is it creates the same exact quantity as you had before so you need to edit that but that's just a, a tip that i've learned along the way to save myself time when i uh, find an item that i've sold before and i find more of it so Anyway, um, you kind of saw the, ep- the title of this episode, and it, it was crazy, but I listed the item at about 4 o'clock, and by about 4.30, I'd already sold one, and then by about 5 o'clock, I'd sold a few, and so they started selling for me really well. I started bumping up the price a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, I bumped up the price a good amount, and then the thing that kind of gave me a little bit of pause was... I had gotten 22 of them. They were fairly difficult to ship, and I had already sold like 10 of them um, before like 8 o'clock at night. And so for me, I was like, well, I got to ship all these things. So I was up super late last night till like 1.30, getting everything shipped, getting a bunch of stuff packaged. And then I bumped up the price $60 from what the original price I'd had it listed at. And I went to bed because I figured if somebody really wants to pay, they will. But hopefully too many of these don't sell overnight so that I can keep uh, myself sane when I wake up in the morning. You don't have to ship too many out. And when I had woken up, two had sold for uh, like $60 more than the original ones it sold for. So, um, which was crazy to me because the going price was uh, what I had originally listed the item for. And then as I had sold more, as I had sold more and more, I had gotten bumped up as a item that eBay recognized as people wanting more than the other listings. And so I was bumped up higher. I could list my item for a little bit higher and change the price and people kept buying it and then I would change it more. And so that's a little tip for you as well. If you're selling multiples of an item, a good idea is to get in and sell right at the baseline price as to what people are selling. If you have, let's say you have like 20 of them, you sell maybe the first three or four at, uh, let's say they're going for 50 bucks an item. Maybe you sell, let's say that the high end is like 50 bucks and people are average selling at about 35. 
So you could slowly start to sell at 35 and maybe make three or four sales. And the people who have it listed at 50 from the from like the the get, they kind of don't make any sales because people go, well, I could buy this for 35. And so they get bumped down lower because nobody's buying their product and they're listed at a higher price than most people. So you make a few sales at 35 and you bump it up to 40, you make a couple more sales and you bump it up to 45, you make a few more sales, you bump it up to 50 and you can even sometimes go above that $50 price and sell for the highest amount on eBay because eBay just has you at the top of the listings, uh, at the top of the search results because they recognize your item as uh, a desired item by people because it's been bought so many times. So eBay recognizes the amount of times an item has been bought. If there's a uh, like a quantity of more than one on an item, they recognize the amount of times, uh, the amount of watchers it has, the amount of views it has, all of these things play in. Um, and a lot of people will say things like, oh, the views don't matter, the watchers don't really matter. Um, and that's true for some items. Uh, think like a garage sale find or a thrift store find. If you go to um, a garage sale or a thrift store and you find something, you don't have to worry about how many watchers or how many uh, views it has for the most part. That's not as critical. But if it's an item that is very, very high in demand, um, going and paying attention to those watchers, paying attention to the amount of views it's getting is key because if it's getting a lot of views, it doesn't matter if it's sold or not, it's going to sell. If it's getting, you know, uh, 50 to 100 views an hour, you're going to start selling that item. So you just keep it at the price that you have it at. It sells maybe three or four times uh, and then you can start to slowly bump it up until you are the highest price on listing. A lot of people don't know that so that's just a tip for you that I it took me probably about a year to figure that out but um, you know you can start using that now. Um, so anyway like I said the title of this episode is I made a thousand dollars and yeah I made a thousand dollars in one day yesterday because I sold so many of this item that um, I had gotten the item in at four o'clock and listed at four o'clock and sold probably about a thousand dollars of profit like net on the item uh by roughly i don't know midnight so it, it was kind of crazy because i've never done that sort of uh a volume of one product and i've never done that much profit in a day at least i don't think i have there may have been times where i have it i would have to go back and look um, but for the most part, I don't think I've ever done over a thousand dollars in a day. So that was awesome. Um, just to kind of look at that and see where, where I was at this point last year, kind of going and buying a $3 hat at Goodwill and trying to throw it on eBay for 20 bucks, uh, to, you know, selling out 20 different, 20 of the same item and making, uh, just a killing on eBay. So that's something that I'm excited about. Um, and I don't think that it's unattainable for anybody. I mean, it, it only took me one year. It's not anything that's crazy. Uh, you just kind of have to get yourself plugged in with the reselling community, get yourself uh, antiquated with what sorts of things sell, what sorts of things are in demand. And then once you start to learn these things, you can go out and find them on your own. So um, that's just something I would encourage you to do, to try and look into uh, different things that you can sell. Go on Instagram, look up the different things that are trending. Um, eBay had a really, really good list that came out. Well, it wasn't eBay. Uh, there was a, I forget what the company was called, but they did a study on what was trending on uh, eBay and they put out two charts they put on they put out a chart of like the top 100 hot selling uh, or fastest uh, fastest growing categories on eBay so um, think of it like you know the the fastest you know percentage wise of people buying it uh, it wasn't maybe the most popular category but it was the fastest growing category and so they put out all these categories and there was all sorts of things in there things like um, you know, different video games, different uh, hobby things like, uh, 
you know, like cross stitching and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that makes sense. We have the coronavirus going on right now. People are stuck at home. They're in quarantine uh, and they're bored. <laughs> I mean, like they, they are very bored. So it makes sense that things like puzzles and things like um, all sorts of, you know, board games and stuff, stuff that we don't ever have time to do or just don't want to do. Uh, now we're resorting to doing and we're resorting to buying because we either didn't have them because we never did them or, uh, you know, we just want more. We just want more board games or more uh, things to do around the house, workout equipment, whatever it is. Um, you know, people are buying uh, these things that they need to do inside now. So that was something interesting to watch. And then it was really interesting to see the sorts of things that we're not doing well, you know, things that you would typically uh, use to go outside, different different like hiking things. You may think that a lot of people are hiking right now and, and it's a great time to get outside, but a lot of people aren't hiking. I mean, there's a good amount of people on the trails compared to normal, but uh, people aren't going on these huge, like these huge hikes. A lot of hiking gear is down. Um, a lot of other things that you would see, uh, you know, there was a lot of things that would be like things you would do in public, things that you would do with friends and stuff like that. A lot of those things have been going down um, in resale value. And, and that just makes sense. I mean, if you look at the way the stock market has gone with cruise lines and with airlines and with all these different things that are travel related, uh, they have gone down and it would make sense that the items that are related to those sorts of areas, um, like different things you would take to go to the beach or things you would use to go on vacation or stuff are going down because one, people are, well, I don't know. You would think people are trying to save money right now, but the things people are buying on eBay and the prices they're paying for them are just completely kind of crazy right now. So I don't know whether people think they need to save money or not. I can't really gauge that. It seems like people want to spend money right now more than anything. But um, some people may be, you know, in a hard time right now and may not be able to go on vacation this year, or they may not want to put their family at risk by going outside of their uh, home or their comfort zone, or maybe they just don't, they don't go on vacation at all. So there's a lot of reasons why vacations and things like that aren't going to do well this year. Uh, and those items aren't going to do well as a result. So um, it's just interesting to watch those kind of things uh, happen and kind of see the different categories that are trending up and down on eBay. Um, eBay also put out, I think, a, a list of grossing categories as well, um, where they were talking about the different items that were growing on their own platform. So that was just interesting to look at. Uh, I wish they did that all the time. Um, well, scratch that. I really don't want them to do that because that would kind of give everybody a sense of what's selling and what's not. And I don't really want that. I'd rather have to search for it and dig for it a little bit. But, um, you know, it was interesting to look and see what sorts of things are selling. There were a few things that I was buying that were selling really well on eBay. There were a few things that I had never even thought of that were doing really well on eBay. So, um, you know, it just, it, thinking about what things resell at what time, it involves kind of rewiring your brain um, to more of a cause and effect thing. So um, when you look at how different things are kind of skewing right now, um, with different fitness equipment maybe, you know, let's look at that. So people now can't go to the gym. So what is a result of that? So people can't go to the gym. They still want to work out. They're stuck at home. They have nothing to do. They're frustrated. They are out of a job. They don't, you know, there's a lot of things at play here. A lot of people are stressed out. A lot of people are worried about the current environment. And so working out is what their go-to is. But the problem is they can't get into the gym because the gym's closed. So people are resorting to working out at home. And that makes workout equipment more valuable. And so when you are looking at different things like a 
um, maybe different uh, equipment that you would use, like even a jump rope or something like that. You know, a jump rope may have gone up by uh, 100% of what you could sell it for. And maybe that's not really that much money because jump ropes are, are kind of worthless anyways. But um, the, the point is, you know, different equipment like that is something that you could have looked at and said, hey, you know, this is something that people are going to need because this looks like we are going to be inside for a long time. Maybe I should start to go and buy and sell some of this. And so that is sort of the way you need to rewire your mind in times when you are trying to find out, you know, what item is going to sell quickly. Uh, you need to kind of look at what the cause and effect is of what's going on in the world around you. And you can play it out. I mean, Christmas time is another great example. Toys skyrocket around Christmas time. And you could sit there and think, why? Why do toys skyrocket? Why is this Tickle Me Elmo worth three times what it is right now versus what it was in March? Well, because nobody really cares about Tickle Me Elmo in March, but people care about it in December when they want to give it to their kid for Christmas. So it's just one of those things where you have to look at what's going on around you, kind of think through what um, what different things have become more uh, desired. And so you're looking at the sort of demand for the product versus how much there is. And so when an item is in a store and it's not going up in the amount of uh, production that it's that it has, you know, it the same amount of stock is in that store, but now there is something that has changed in the world or something that has changed with, uh, you know, the desire of people where they have a stronger demand for that item, the value of that item goes up. So that is an item that you can pick up at a Walmart or a Target or, or even thrift stores sometimes and resell online for more than you typically would just because, you know, there's a higher demand, but the same amount of uh, product out there in the market. So that increases the demand. Uh, versus the supply and there is a, a better sell uh, a better sale for you because you can make more money on the item so that's just something that I have been trying to do a lot more now um, there are different things that I'm trying to learn and trying to kind of rewire my mind to think how how different things different times you know uh, change the way that items resell. I mean, you can even look at it with merch, right? Merch by Amazon, uh, Mother's Day shirts. Mother's Day shirts kill on Amazon. They do really well. And so uh, merch right now, I, I think it started back up. I think Amazon has started reprinting shirts. I'm not sure. I saw somebody on Instagram say that they sold a shirt the other day. So unless that person was 100% lying, I, I don't believe that they were. So um, merch is going right now. And it looks like, you know, different shirts sell at different times of the year. You're not going to sell Rudolph shirts during, you know, June. Nobody wants one then, but you will sell a heck of a lot of reindeer shirts in December. And you don't want to sell Rudolph shirts because that is, uh, that's copyrighted and you don't want to do that. So, um, you know, don't, don't mess with that. <laughs> don't, don't, or it's also trademarks, so don't mess with that kind of stuff. But you get the point, you know? Things like Mother's Day shirts sell well around Mother's Day, so a month before you start making Mother's Day shirts. Things like Halloween shirts sell really well around October, so you start selling, you start listing your Halloween designs in August so that there's enough time for people to get in, see your shirt, and buy it, and it's out there for people to start buying, you know, once people want Halloween shirts. You're not gonna list all your Halloween designs in November, it's already over. Nobody's really gonna want one unless they have some weird sort of post-Halloween party they're doing, I don't know. But you know what I mean, it's it's one of those things where you have to gauge what the, the demand is, uh, what has changed around us, you know, the season, uh, has changed so people want Halloween shirts and so you just have to kind of look at that and, and see what's going on and it requires a ton of awareness it requires a lot of paying attention to the news 
Um, you know, even different things like uh, things that come out in stores that pick up uh, with, you know, the media. So the media picks up on an item and says, wow, this is a really cool item. This star collabed with Target um, and they, they made these really cool, uh, you know, whatever. They made these really cool bath cows or something that were limited edition. Uh, so, you know, whatever. So you go into Target, you buy them up and you sell them on eBay. But once they hit the news and the people that are fans of that star find out that it's in Target, they're going to want it. And when you have a lot of the product and it's sold out in Targets across the country, they're going to go to you on eBay and buy it. So that's just the things that you have to pay attention to if you really want to start selling products really quickly at a high velocity that have a lot of demand. And so that's really what I'm trying to move into. That's really what I want to do with reselling for now. I don't think that's a long-term solution for me. Um, it may be. There's different ways you can take it. You can do a lot of different things with, uh, you know, knowing which products are in demand, which ones you really want to sell. Um, so it kind of depends on where I want to take things. But for me right now, the best way for me to grow my business and grow capital quickly and efficiently is getting these items that are hot in demand, very, very high profit, very, very low cost of entry, low risk items, and, you know, reselling them at a high velocity very, very quickly, trying to get them out and then get new products in as quickly as possible. And so that's just something that, you know, you kind of sit there and you think, well, that's that's the dream, right? Finding items that sell for very high margins, very fast and are in demand. Like who wouldn't want that? But it's it takes a lot of work to kind of get to that area. And that's something that I'm always trying to work on and improve is finding these items that look like they are going to do really well. So that is something that's just been kind of my theme for the day, especially yesterday. Uh, it was just something that really struck me as incredible that somebody can, you know, that I can go out and buy a bunch of items and then sell them and make a thousand dollars in a day. It's just absolutely crazy to me. And it's something that I'm always thankful for that opportunity to have and be able to uh, kind of be able to do that with the with the way that uh, the United States is. I'm just super thankful for it. So um, I will leave you guys with that. I think that's kind of my spiel for the day. But um, I would encourage you, look for these items. Look for anything that you can sell that looks like it's going to move very quickly. Look for high-velocity items. Um and just try and go out there and sell things quickly and make a lot of money fast. You know, <laughs> that's really what we want to do here. We don't want to sit on items. Money now is worth way more than money tomorrow. So you want to get these items in and out of your house fast. So uh, that's, that's really what it is. That's really what I'm focused on right now and really what my goal is. And it's been going really well for me. So I would encourage you to look for these things and, you know, try and find these items for yourself. But um, if you ever need any help with anything or ever have any questions, reach out to me on Twitter, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm a little bit more active on Instagram just because it's it's just, I don't know, I like the pictures more. It's really just more fun for me. But uh, Twitter has a really good vibe and I do like to get on there every once in a while and uh, you know just go talk to different people about what they're doing. So find me on either of those platforms, reach out to me, I'd be happy to help. But I will let you guys go. I'll let you get back to your evening. You guys have a good one and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.